Hey everyone, it's Steven, your GM. Uh, as you know, we've started doing our announcements a little different, where we're just doing the announcements at the front of the first of the two episodes that we record. Uh, and then I'm going to come in here real quick and say hi. Uh, make sure you check out our Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash Academy. We are actually going to, in the next week or two, going to be recording our session zero for the Patreon exclusive campaign. So you want to jump in for that. Um, go to greenleafgeek.com or foundfamiliar.com and use the code FayForge on checkout. You get 10% off both of those sites. And uh, be sure to drop a five-star rating and review and follow Lexi at BlackGirlMage on Twitter and other social media things. Uh, she's amazing. She's back in this episode and is going to be in two more beyond this. Uh, so other than that, let's go. Uh, let's go back to the story. So, Kaz, Besky, Blossom, Cosima. You have sailed for about two weeks from Varen Hollow, following the loose directions of a magical wooden butterfly that seems to speak specifically to, to Cosima. At the end of this two weeks, very quickly the waters became rough, uh, storm clouds gathered very quickly. The boat started to rock. A wave knocked Kaz, Besky, and Blossom down and swept them to the port side of the boat um, where two large draconic and snake-like creatures um, claws dug into the sides of the boat um, and then from the front another emerged um, and Cosima, you felt as though it locked eyes with you. Um, all three of them letting out these terrifying shrieks as the boat is tossing back and forth, the deck is wet. Um, these creatures are starting to claw into the ship. Kaz, it is your turn. So as Kaz sees these creatures, and they're, they're to, just to visualize the ship, mm -hmm. the ship is about 25 feet across and about 70 feet long. Mm -hmm. um, Big two master, I'm guessing. Yeah, and traditional pirate ship or sailing ship. Um, the the helm and then whatever the front of the the boat is called. You're welcome, nautical fans, um, are both raised up about 10 feet above um, on the, the main deck. Mm -hmm. All right, and, and these creatures are climbing up the uh, the side of the ship? Mm -hmm. The side you you all just slammed into. Gotcha, the port side. So have they um, have they actually cleared the, the railing yet? Are they on the deck, or are they still like uh, climbing up? So from where you where you slammed, you you watched as their claws both like gripped into the railing above you, and you and so you can basically see them peering down at the three of you. Gotcha. And and, and as as uh, and, you know, for those of you who listened to our last episode, you'll know that Cause has already tethered himself to the the railing of the ship and is floating like a balloon. 
So he's he's kind of like, as he's floating over the sides, he sees them and he's gonna call out to the ship, oh, boarders, I'm at the bookstore, lizard folk. And there, <laughs> yeah, have fun editing that. <laughs> and is, uh, is, and these creatures are pretty big, I'm imagining, right? Like these are, yeah, they're between they medium size, large long. size. They're, whoa, holy criminy. That's huge. Jeez. Well, not huge, that's It's, medium, it's the size above large. large. Yeah, that is huge. Wow, that is huge. Huge. Jeez. Um, wow, that that is it's terrifying, really. Um, you know, oh, 15, 20 feet, that is just... Wow, 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 wow. That totally changes the game. All right, so seeing these giant creatures crawling out of the deep depths of the ocean, their claws on the railing as they are getting ready to to board the ship. Um, uh, Jeez. Um... Cause is gonna cause is gonna go straight for the fifth level spell slot, and is going to uh, uh, strum on Miranda's uh, loot, and is going to to basically make a hundred foot long wall of force that is going to block their entry onto the deck of the ship, just all the way across. The boat boat's seventy feet long, so we have fifteen foot of clearance on either side. These creatures, if they're going to get on this boat, they're going to have to come around from the other side, and that'll hopefully give us a round or two to, to prepare ourselves for these giant beasts. And Cause uh, is going to shout out, oh, they're not coming up on this side of the boat, but my god, they're huge! We're going to need a bigger boat! <laughs> and that is that is his turn, as he's floating there like a balloon. Okay, so I do want you to make one check. Sure. Because... I'm trying to decide how a wall of force interacts with the physics of the world. Uh, okay. Whether it's staying in place relative to the boat, or whether, or whether it's staying, or whether it's moving with the boat. Oh, I see. Because the because the boat is moving. <laughs> so, um, if you can make just a straight spell casting check. All right. All right. One straight spell casting check coming right up. That's going to be a. That thing will rip the boat apart. It's parallel to the boat. <laughs> I didn't put it in front of us. Yeah, but that's the main that's the main deck. Like there's stuff that goes above the deck, so I'll at least rip the surface if it doesn't work out well. It's only ten feet tall. It's only ten feet tall. It's not going up hundred feet. It's just hundred feet long, ten feet tall. Alright, so charisma check. Uh, that's gonna be my straight spell spell check. That's a twenty-three. Thank God. Okay. Hot potatoes. So as you um, as this wall of force explodes from you, um, Though it's invisible, you 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 all can see like the water hitting, oh yeah, hitting and splashing up this wall of force. Um, That's kind of cool. It 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 actually so on the port and starboard side there are stairways up about ten feet um, at the front of the of the ship and the back, and it just splits through that. So um, it's a wall that seems to be it seems to be staying with the boat that extends those those extra 15 feet on each side um, but it does cause some damage to to parts of the boat though nothing nothing that is necessarily um, essential especially if a wall of force is there um, just cosmetic <laughs> easily fixed we'll buff it out uh, and as that goes up blossom it is your turn great um, so of these uh, lizardy uh, folks 
Um, are they... You said they're grouped together, right? On on one side uh, of the boat? There's two on the port side that are now on the other side of this wall of force. And then there is one um, at the front of the ship. Um, kind oh, of there's a third. Up. Oh, yeah. business. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Uh, so, if I may... Uh, how far away... F- I'm, I'm assuming I'm within 90 feet of these two climbing up the side. Yeah. Um, and my does my... S- spells can't go through the wall of force, though. Spells can't go through the wall of force. Yeah, no, though it, it, it's just to buy us some time. So basically, the, the two on the side, the two on the port side are just sort of like out of commission for hopefully maybe two rounds, as that just from the other side, but then there's one at the front. Okay. That is. Gotcha. Okay, so the one at the front, then, I'll, I'll target that one. Um, uh, and I would like to... Uh, I'm assuming I'm also within 90 feet of this one. Yeah, okay. The whole the whole ship's only 70 feet. Great. Um, then wonderful. Then I am going to turn to that one crawling up, and I am going to attempt to cast confusion, mm. um, which I believe is a wisdom saving throw. Yeah. Uh, that was a 16. It doesn't make that. Sa- oh, wait, it was a wisdom save. Wisdom save. Sorry, I said dex because that just comes out of my mouth naturally. It was a 16 on a wisdom save. Well, it does, still doesn't say baby. Uh, <laughs> hey, let's go. Okay, great. So uh, as Blossom sees this uh, this one lizard coming up the top of the deck, um, she opens her palms out flat, and this black smoke starts to rise from both of them, and then it shoots across the deck and into the ears of this uh, lizard, and it is confused. <laughs> okay. Um, and it is their turn. So it's going to roll the... Wait end of each of its turns of six. Okay, so it rolls a d10 right now. A 10 can act and move normally. Mm. Okay. So, uh, the two on the wall of force, you watch as they, they try to move into the boat and can't can't sort of figure out what is in their way. Um, you see them get frustrated and both of them dive underwater uh, and you lose sight of the two of them. The other one at the front of the boat starts crawling towards... Um, in spite of this black smoke. A fly of 60, great. All the way up to Cosima. Cosima, as it comes near you, I'd like you to make a uh, nature check. Sure. Come on, Ranger. You can do it, Ranger. Okay, uh, 13 plus 215. Okay, so good news for you. It just rolled two natural ones uh, on Oof. its attacks <laughs> as it tries So to- it's prone and I get <laughs> advantage on hitting it next turn? <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> yeah, it's it's flying prone. Um <laughs> Uh, no, it, it bites down and tries to whip its tail at you. Um, both of those things like slam in and splinter some of the, the deck around you, though Though you are okay. Um, you, with a nature check, you recognize these creatures as, they're called dracons. Um, mm. They are typically not aggressive. Um, well, through that, that vision that you described... Um, how how Cosima sees stuff. You see and you hear that same uh, distressed whinnying of a horse or perhaps a unicorn um, kind of just echoing and and this like this magic of nature the auras that you can see seem off, seem wrong as as they're or at least as this one is attacking you. Um, and it is now your turn. Okay, so it bit into me though? It bit towards you, it, mi- it, it missed you. Great, okay. Um, 
quick question. Could, is there like a luck check I could do for like, how close am I to the place that Nyx would be staying? Like underneath the ship? Um, sure. If I were to punch through the planks of the boat, would it be above her room or not? Uh, That kind of thing. Why don't you make a? Why don't you make a perception check as this dracon just ripped, ripped open part of the deck as it missed you? Can we also roll into that a check of how close are they to the gunpowder? Ooh, yeah. Uh, Perception is plus eleven, so that's going to be. I rolled a nine, so. 21? Okay. Yeah, so as you... Or is that 20? Yeah, 20. 20. As you look look down, um, kind of below the deck, uh, I was envisioning you kind of at the helm near near Talvrost. Yeah. One one level down, you see this this little gnome face looking up directly at you, um, terrified. Okay. Um, I... I shouldn't, I shouldn't use this on the ship. Look, this this ship is gonna sink. We can't stop it. So don't don't feel like oh I I sunk the ship. It was gonna happen. It, it belongs to the bottom. Of it the really ship. does. Let the great old one take it back. Follow follow your heart. Follow your heart. I'm returning to it the, to its owner. To the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> yes. Um. I punch. I will. This will be. If this is my whole action, that's perfectly fine. I think I will punch through the planks and just reach my hand through and say, give me the, the thing, the thing. Uh, uh, okay, okay, um, give me one moment. And um, yeah, this it will take your whole turn, but yeah. you feel warm glass uh, touch your hand. Okay, perfect. I hold on to it uh, and feel the warmth against the, my palm knowing what might come next would probably kill me, but it's okay. Next turn. This seems like a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No arguments here. And uh, Besky, it is your turn. All right. Uh, so two are being held back by Kaz's Walla thing, and we can't do anything through that anyway. Well, and they they dove under the water, so you can't see them now. Um, okay. When they couldn't figure out how to get past it. Got it. And so we see. I see how many still. One or two. You see one. I see one. Okay. And it's it's by the helm. I just give it the old, old reliable. Uh, so I'm gonna hex it yeah. for dexterity, as you normally do, and I'll hit it with a good old reliable eldritch. <laughs> I'll do three of them. All right, roll away. Uh, that's a natural one. I'm back, baby. <laughs> Never left. Uh-huh. Next one is a 13, and the other one is a 23. Uh, the 23 hits. Nice. It's Four force and three necrotic, okay. and it's uh, it has that debuff, as you will, of the ten feet movement. Okay, uh, that slams into it. You see it; it start to kind of like move around, and you see its wings kind of moving slowly as these these stars from your eldritch blasts kind of encircle it and ensnare it. Um, anything else on your turn? Uh, where am I in? So you're you're up against the uh, port side railing, uh, mm-hmm. almost oh, that's right, directly in the over. center of the ship. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I'm gonna move. Hmm. 
I'm gonna move back, but I'm gonna try and still place myself where other people are because if those things come out of the water, I don't want to be like by myself. So wherever, like, because there's also ship's crew, not just us two. So I'm gonna move back from the thing in the front, but I'm also gonna put myself in a place where there's maybe other people like tending to ship's movement things or you know trying to figure out what's going on. So I'm just gonna put myself in the middle of that crowd by. But put distance. Okay. So as you as you start to, as you start to get up um, from from being prone, I need you to make another deck save. Okay. I'm just getting up, sleeping. Okay. <laughs> yep. That's a three. Okay. Uh, as you try to stand, um, the boat rocks again. Your foot slips, and you fall back. You stay prone. Um, you are able to start. Crawling that direction as you you aren't able to get your full your full. This is where I live now. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, that would probably only be five feet, right? Because like I spend half to attempt to get up. I fail that, and then if I'm just crawling, if the terrain is difficult, then I move like five feet. So I'll move. Yep. I'll move five feet. Yep. Uh, (laughs) Living the dream. And uh, at the top of the round, all of you take uh, an additional seven cold damage. Nice. Oh. Uh, as the waves keep keep pouring over the sides, the water the water is flooding. All your clothes are getting getting soaked. As a, with the um, I don't wait. Am I allowed to do this if I take cold damage? I was gonna say I catch hellish hellish rebuke on one of these waves and it just like turns into steam instead. <laughs> I cast hellish rebuke. What are you casting it at? If you want to use a spell slot for that, I am fine with it. What are you casting hellish rebuke at? I cast it at the ocean. <laughs> Fuck you, ocean. <laughs> I don't want to be cold. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'll use a spell slot. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, I cast Hellish Rebuke at the ocean. <laughs> okay, why don't you describe what describe what that looks like? Like the wave splash? I'm still on the deck. I'm just sitting down, um, my little legs <laughs> out, and I just get hit with another wave, and I'm so cold, and I'm so angry that this, like, uh, <laughs> this fire just shoots out of my fingertips as the next wave comes crashing over, and it immediately just turns to steam. Um, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you inspiration for that, and then uh, I'm gonna say, the three of you, you don't take that seven, <gasps> that seven. Yay! Nice. Oh wow! Wow! Incredible. Um, also, at the top of the round, there's there's um, three crew members have have pulled out. They've got these um, like little black powder pistols that they all fired. I rolled them already. Yeah. All three cool. of all three of them missed. Yeah, um, well you know. As you hear these shots ringing out, um, and Talvrost also, um, yeah, uh, Cosima, you'd be the closest to him. You watch um, as he as he as he sort of whispers something. His his blue ethereal arm glows, and in his hand, um, this like white hot sword um, appears, uh, and he jumps towards that that dracon that's right next to you and starts slashing at it. That will hit. He does really shitty damage. He does six damage on forty eight. Um, but the sword kind of slices into it, and you can hear the rain sizzling off of it. And cause it is your turn. Concentrating on the wall of force, cause uh, is going to uh, kick off one of the bits of one of the pieces of rigging to the mainmast to sort of point himself in the direction of this giant creature that's crawling up the back, the stern of the ship. To use nautical terminology, which I'm pretty sure is right, and. He's just going to shout out, Oh, you think you're big? Well, let's see how tall you are stretched out 
on the deck, you nauseating, spit-weasel, backstabbing lizard freak. And just viciously mocks wisdom save. DC 16. Uh, 15. Haha. <laughs> oh, that's a fail. For six points of feeling bad about yourself damage. And has disadvantage okay. on its next attack. Okay. Uh, it keeps keeps screaming out. Uh, anything else on your turn? Mm, that is enough. I'm concentrating. Oh, actually, at this point, I'm, I'm realizing since I'm concentrating the wall force, I've, I've come back to the deck, so I'm no longer. I, I gently de-levitate back to the, the deck of the ship. Oh, okay. I need you to make another deck. I can only concentrate one spell at a time. Um, that's, yep. That's my words. I need you to make a deck save as you as you come back down. I slowly float down to the deck, but immediately I get 13. You know, uh, that could be good. And immediately you find yourself on your face. You know, uh, it's safer on the ground. <laughs> uh, I'll feel safe. It's your turn. I roll around with Besky. I'll feel safe down here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm s- I like that there's just this pile of three of them. Yeah, we're just petulantly <laughs> sitting now. Um. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sailors are just shaking their head at us. Just, what are y'all doing? Um, is the one I cast Confusion on still confused? It is still confused. Uh, sweet. Okay. Uh, well, firstly, I'm going to uh, invoke a use of bardic uh, desperation to impose disadvantage on his next save. Okay. Uh, woohoo. Um, <laughs> woohoo. He also makes needs to make a save against that, right? Yes, he also needs to make a charisma save. 14. Uh, that does not save. Um, okay. And that's psychic damage equals the number rolled on bardic. Oh, yeah. My bardic inspiration die plus my... I think it's your level. I think I, I think I made this a little OP. Uh, plus your current bard <laughs> level. Yeah. yeah. No one to blame but yourself. No. Uh, that's gonna be. Nah. Wait, where'd it go? That's gonna be 15 points of damage. Okay. Since uh, since Lexi has an experience bardic desperation, why don't you describe that? Oh yeah. Um, it's like bardic inspiration, but goth. Um. <laughs> um. So now I'm just I'm just annoyed. I'm wet. I'm on the ground. Uh, I'm not having it. Um, and so <laughs> Blossom's uh, usually pitch black eyes go white. Uh, and this time she just opens her mouth. Um, her jaw just hangs loose and this black fog uh, comes out of it. And it uh, makes its way over to the lizard creature uh, and essentially like uh, binds it, like it attaches to it like shackles. Perfect. That's so cool. Anything else on your turn? Uh, no, just gonna keep concentrating on that confusion, uh, which he'll have to okay. roll for. Okay. So, from the starboard side of the ship, you see those same two drakes, or dracons, uh, up here. One of them, at the three of you who are on the ground, uh, exhales this cone of like acid. You he- you see it like it almost like cuts cuts a hole through um, through the rain and the waves as as they're coming down. And I need you to you three to make a con save. Huh. Yikes! 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 And by you three, it's uh, the three on the ground. Yeah, uh, fourteen. Got awesome. It. Yeah. Four gang. We know what we we know what I rolled. We know. <laughs> 17 for Kaz. 15 for uh, Blossom. It's DC. Did, 
did you manage to get past the 13, Michael? No, I rolled a yeah. 2. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there was a little part of me that was... I was going to ask if you rolled a 2, Michael, but I knew better. I knew you rolled a 1. Um, you knew. So, Cause, Cause and Blossom, you both save. Uh, we take 13 points. And of... so, you take you take 13 acid damage. Besky, you take 26, 26 acid, acid damage. Yeah, dude. Jinkies. Um, the other one starts flying towards the, the front of the ship uh, where there's a few crew members, uh, and it takes a bite and swings its tail. Uh, both of those hit. Oh, God. Oh, boy. Very bad. For a 21 for the bite and a 26 for the tail. Hit the ship? No, he's attacking the crew. On the, attacking the crew. Oh, jeez. Yep, that's, uh, that's right. one dead crew member. That's another dead crew member. One of them's actually still alive. Um, but... But one one gets bitten into and just kind of tossed over overboard. For the listeners at home, that was 19 points of damage followed by 11 points of damage. So we now know that our crew is somewhere between 12 and 18 hit points. <laughs> uh, and as it, as it swings its tail, it, it rips through a few more like boxes that shatter as it hit slams slams another crew member uh, against the deck, um, who is still up. Um, and that is, oh, I didn't roll a d10. Another 10, oh my god. Lordy. Um, but it has disadvantage to, to break this confusion of which it is not that confused. And it has disadvantage on its first attack, so it's struggling. It's going to take a bite again at um, Cosima. For some reason, it seems to be fixated on you. Okay. Mm, interesting. Well, I'm really glad that it had disadvantage because uh, that was a natural 20 yeah. uh, followed by 25 that's a decrit uh, so you take you take uh, oh my lord for the first two oh god uh, so that does uh, 13 piercing and 12 acid damage yeah cool 25 let's go and that is followed by its tail oh uh, which is a 14 to hit does not hit okay um, I need you to make a dex, a dex check, or a dex save, actually. All right. Okay, dirty 20 again, 13 plus seven. Okay, so in spite of it biting into you and you feel that, that acid from, it, from its mouth, you hang on to this oh. device, this like glass shard <sighs> that Nyx gave you. Um, oh my God. And you're, you're able to like sort of cradle it like a water balloon very bad to you. <laughs> okay uh, I, am, cool. I am i am i am mad that you're rolling for this i'm happy about it but i'm also mad about it <laughs> ian's happy about it causes no <laughs> and then uh it fails its wisdom save again but the confusion spell has not worked successfully so far uh but it is now uh, i believe it's cosima's turn yeah um so is there still one stuck in this like wall of force situation? Uh, no, they both swam under the under the deck and are on the opposite side now. <sighs> so there there are three that are visible. One one intimately close to you. Okay. Um, I will use. Is this a beast? It is. I will use um, speech of beast and leaf. Um, okay. I can communicate Ooh. in a limited manner with beasts, plants, and vegetation. They can understand me, but I can't understand them in return. I have advantage on charisma checks to influence them. Um, I'm not going to try to tell them to turn back and go, you know, I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to say, uh, I'll say, whatever brings you to this place, 
you must turn back now. Or at least let everyone else live. And knowing that they can't, I, I can't understand them back, I'm just going to see a reaction before I do anything. So are you saying that just to the one that's immediately in front of you, or are you saying that loud enough to try to communicate to all of them? I think it's loud enough to communicate to all of them, but I'm looking at the one that's directly in front of me fixated on me. Actually, I, if you don't mind me adding a little bit of flavor... Um, yeah. I actually, as, as I said that, I'm picturing as, as you're casting this as a spell... As it almost like gets carried along by the wind, as opposed to being super loud, so only these like these three creatures hear it. Um, but roll a persuasion check. Okay, let's do it. Okay, fourteen plus eight, twenty-two. Twenty-two. Yeah, I could definitely see like sheets of rain coming down, like soaking into her curls. The waves are crashing on the boat, and nobody can hear. Like, you can't hear anything, and I'm whispering. Like, <laughs> straight up whispering, yeah. but these three can hear me. Um, and as, as you whisper, you watch all three heads snap directly towards you, um, sort of pausing everything that they do. They... I need to roll two more times. Okay. Um, the two that are not confused, um, while they still seem agitated they dive into the water um you see as they as they kind of leap off the the ship and take a flap of their wings um there's still these large claw marks that pull across the deck um but they both seem gone the the one that is confused the one that is nearest to you it seems you got the sense that they were are these these creatures were already in some sort of confused something was affecting them already Mm -hmm. and now there's like multiple things almost at war with it where you've got the confusion spell from Blossom you've got the words you just spoke and you've got whatever is causing them to, to, to behave this way and it just starts to thrash around it does not seem to be leaving okay um, I'm going to keep this water balloon in my hand but I'm going to step forward and reach or I'm going to roll forward reach my hand towards it and say to it, hopefully, after getting the sense that this is a balancing game, this is a, a game of weights, and like whatever wins out, hopefully, we'll make this thing turn around like the others did. I will step forward and with this same whisper and say, The hope in me is now binded in you. And I will take whatever like fey magic I have left, and I think. I'm trying to think of like what kind of spell this might actually be, but mm, I don't really. Just, just why don't you just describe what you're trying to do with it, and we'll uh, we'll roll with it. Yeah, I think that I'm trying to almost clean slate. Like I know what this thing used to act like. Mm. I understand the the original, the blueprint, and I'm trying to wipe clean any other influences mm-hmm. by bringing it back to this original source. Um, so even, I'm not even trying to cancel out all the spells on it, but that might be the effect of what's happening because I'm trying to mm-hmm. take this thing and revert it. So, um, okay. I'm going to ask you to expend your highest level spell slot that you have available. Heck yeah. Okay. It's going to be a third level. Okay. Um, as as you are trying to like, almost like, you're it. it what it sounds like to me is you're like almost touching it on this like 
deeper magical level as opposed to just the physical creature that's in front of you. Um, mm -hmm. And that sight that you have, that special sight starts to activate is such a casual word for what's happening, but the sight starts to um, almost fill your senses. Um, that butterfly that has been given you, um, it almost looks like there's an aura around it that starts to glow and mirror this like this small little like hold in your hand butterfly grows to something that you're not sure if anyone else can see um, but it's almost like six six feet um, across it's this massive ethereal fey colored butterflies you watch the water kind of as it falls it swirls and becomes part of it um, it feels like part of you and it goes towards this this dracon you see almost into its mind um, and in its mind you hear a song that is haunting um, and manipulative mm. and terrifying and then very quickly you see the flash of this jagged five-pointed star And this, this, as you're expending all this fey magic that you have, uh, you all watch as Cosima's the flowers that grow and bloom, like it's it's becoming rapid. Like her whole head is changing and shifting, and dying and shifting and growing and and, and back and forth. Wait, wait, Cosima's uh, head's doing this? Or this is what Cosima sees in her head. Cosima's hair. This is in my hair. Yeah. There's like blooms, flowers going through the entire. So we see this happening to Cosima. Process. Oh my god. All right. You see that part happening and you watch as it fights and fights. It it's it's thrashing. Um and then that song fades away. It looks at you, lets out this deep and almost nods and then dives into the water. And we're out of initiative. <laughs> What do you all do as the boat is still rocking? Um, the storm has not subsided. Um, How is the boat in terms of staying afloat? <laughs> uh, it's worth looking into. These creatures, just by the nature of what they are, yeah. are big enough to start ripping holes in the deck right, right, um, right. Just, by, just by landing. Um, and, and it took a bite. Um, say there's probably one of the masts is splintered. Oh, it is. Um, so you're not in like you're not sinking but that doesn't mean that we won't be in an hour from now yeah yeah so cause is going to um definitely is like looks looks at cosima and cosima and cause uh like 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 share like this moment where like cause like sees her and just sort of like blinks twice and uh gives her the look of the international look of we're gonna circle back to that one <laughs> and then is going to cast fly on himself and he's got mending cantrip at the ready and he's just going to start patching what he can with mending and uh, you know trying to free up uh, the sailors from like some of the smaller menial things because mending is probably not going to fix a mast but it'll mm -hmm. fix like ropes small uh, bricks in the ship tears in the sail um, any kind of like broken rigging he's going to just like do what he can so that, so that way it frees other Sailors up to like focus on like the bigger things. Mm -hmm. okay. uh, the other three of you, what are you doing? 
Um, I'm gonna tend to heal any of the ship members with healing light. I think I have. Pretty sure that is what the thing is called. Yeah. Uh, I have twelve charges of it for a D6. Like you know, one charge is a D6. Mm-hmm. So, um, basically, just trying to get them out of. Actually, the crew members were probably a little bit more important. So I'll try and max out like any damage to have them fully healed on the crew. And then I don't know how much that's going to take because you have the the health pools. And then uh, for us, I will have to coordinate that with the other characters because I'm just trying to get us to a point where maybe we're each person is above 40 hit points because that seems to be around the one hit range for... A lot of the things that we're dealing with. So yeah, you, you you see Kaz flying around. He definitely looks like he is. He's he's all right. I mean, he's not unwounded, but he's definitely above forty. All right. And by that, I mean he's at forty six, <laughs> which okay. is above forty. Yeah, I'm not doing great. I'm not doing bad. I'm just not doing great either. Are Are you below forty? Yes. <laughs> then, uh, how below forty? How 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 do you feel? Um, I feel. <laughs> how many? How many? Thirty one. <laughs> You feel 31, so I'll give you... I feel that. I feel that. Wow, these these beautiful word pictures you are all painting <laughs> yes. of the well-being yeah. of your characters is... Very I, good. It's... I can... I understand exactly what you would see on your character. Mm-hmm. Yep, 31. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, well, <laughs> you, you only get three... You only get three, because that's all I'm giving you for now. Or three hit points total. That's so. fine. I can cast Cure Wounds on myself, whatever. Uh, rest of the crew, I'm gonna have to heal myself, so I'll probably dump three of these into me. So one second, one, two. So, so that you get the look of the crew, um, there's one crew member who seems to have like been really, really injured. Um, the rest of them, for the most part, are just dealing with the elements the same, the same as as you all are. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just for reference. Okay, so I'll, 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 I'll try and. Uh, I'll put I'll put three I'll, I'll use three um, things on that person so let me do that real quick wow that's the best thing I've had so far uh, nine hit points to that one person okay. um, as these these lights kind of float into into this injured crew member who's laying against a shattered a shattered crate uh, he starts to breathe uh, more calmly uh, and gets up. Says, thank, thank you. Um, and then just and then just gets right to work helping helping repair the ship because um, it's a it's a still an all hands on deck situation. Um, oh yeah. Cause as right. you're flying around mending, um, you you are able to patch up the majority of the minor holes um, and mm-hmm. things. Um, as that is happening, the crew um, along with Talros, you actually see Talros literally free magically freezing parts of the ship oh shit um to keep water from from going in your how long does your wall of force last oh it's sorry i've already dropped concentration on it oh, as okay. i as i switched over to fly okay um yep yeah so as as that happens yeah it takes it takes the better part of two hours to get everything um gotcha safe mm-hmm. um as as Tal gets back to to the helm, you watch as he's trying to steer this ship and and follow again this butterfly Cosima that you've you've been constantly telling him where where to go. Um, mm-hmm. 
and he says, I don't, I don't know what you're a part of, but the tides and the current have shifted, and I can do nothing except for follow where that, where that compass is pointing us. And you see even the way the waves had been crashing to the side, what has actually really happened is it's, it's shifted where your boat is. Um, mm. you can see, you can see the waves sort of pushing, pushing this boat, um, not needing the sails. The wind is behind your, behind your, or at your back, I guess, um, pushing you forward. The skies are getting darker. The rain is getting heavier and thicker to the point where, have you ever been in, in one of those, um, it's almost like a desert rainstorm is where I've experienced it, where the water comes down so fast. You can basically see two feet in front of you. Oh yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah, we get those up in the mountains where it's just like, it comes down so hard and so fast. It's just like, okay, visibility is my nose. That's what it's like. Um, mm. uh, in, in, those mo- in, in this time, is there anything anybody is going to do or wants to do? Mm. Uh, so a couple things. Because uh, Mina kind of reached into the mind of one of the creatures and they heard some sort of influence through like song. And it also alluded to like some corrupted five-pointed star being or something. Is that correct? Yeah. So there was like a flash of a five-pointed star, which um, this is out of character because you guys haven't haven't seen this yet. But right. um, it's the same five-pointed star that Rain tattooed on their leg yeah. and has mm. been following. Okay. Uh, and it's also the same five-pointed star that we saw on the wings of Don Jarius's dragon. Yeah. Mm, right. Right. Stupid five point star. Nothing ever comes to that five point star, I'll tell you that much. Six point stars <laughs> all the way. Judaism. Yeah. <laughs> Would you describe about the uh, the ship? Like, is it water that's propelling us or is it winds? Like It's a little bit of uh, both. Um Okay. Like the something is pulling pulling and or pushing your ship in the direction that it's going. Um something in nature something something bigger than just like your your normal storm or whatnot all right can i cast detect good and evil Mm. sure what are you looking for with that um okay so it says it's aberration celestial elemental fey fiend or undead i just want to know if there's some sort of like creature that's causing a change in weather or if it's just generally weird weather <laughs> um and um yeah considering what's the duration on this whatever it is i'm walking around the perimeter of the ship okay so that i can get a feel for it so as you, as you cast that spell as you're as you're searching for things um and if you'll permit me um i do want to reach out to the little voice in my head and uh, my bud my buddy um who has no name. And I, I want to say, there's something strange. Do you feel it too? Um, says, yes, there's something alive. Something not alive like you. Well, <laughs> forgot about your heart situation. Maybe, maybe not a good example. <laughs> <laughs> not alive like your friends, but alive like the world is alive. Like magic is alive. And I think you would see little wisps of like not nothing like surround. You don't get any um, indication of a creature 
sure. necessarily. Um, but as you kind of look around into the storm, every once in a while you see this um, very faint figure of like what seems to be like a unicorn galloping in the um, in the storm. Mm-hmm. It's very like ethereal and, and it's only like glimpses. Cool. Uh, and um, it's a mixture of elemental and fey. Hmm. Cool. I keep that to myself for now. Anything else? I think Kasima is seeing cause like go around and fix parts of the ship. Um, is definitely sensing that the tides are turning in her favor. Um, because the waves are pushing us towards the where the butterflies are. Yeah, I, I think that this is a breath of fresh air for her, even though the rain is coming down harder, things are mm-hmm. getting more tumultuous. Um, I want to ask if possibly it would... Would it be possible for me to... <laughs> this is normally a damage spell, but... <laughs> I love it. Spike growth okay. is a 20 foot, it can be centered on like a 20 foot radius. Is there any part of the ship, like from where those mm. Dracons like climbed on the side and then came up, that I could cast spike growth that inst- it's still like difficult terrain pointing outwards, but it's more so patching up. Mm-hmm. Or just like, 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 everybody like vines like coming out, like wrapping pieces yeah. of timber together and like sort of like druid style. I actually, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say that you can use that to support the mast that cracked. Ah, uh, nice. yeah. Um, yeah. And, and I think, given that like you're, you're obviously informing the the crew that that's, that it's like that, um, they can even use the spikes as almost like ladders. Yeah. And whatnot. I would love that. Yeah. Yeah, that's. I'll use that spell to do that. Um, I don't know if there's anything I want to say. I think I'll just turn to the rest of you all and say something corrupted those 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 things they're called dracons. Um, I've seen them more calm. I've seen them more peaceful, and they're not supposed to be like that. So. Whatever is causing them to do this, well, I'll just say whatever we're walking into is gonna throw some tricky things at us. Cause is gonna fly down uh, to get closer to Kasima so you can can hear her words. And uh, we'll cast Unseen Servant to hold an umbrella that's like a big golf umbrella. Uh, so it kind of like gives them both a bit of a reprieve from the rain. Iconic. <laughs> <laughs> and, and just leans in. What, what did you say? What, what happened with you and those creatures? It's almost like you, you communicated with them. You saw something in them. Yes, um... It was a, like I said, something from the Feywild. Well, like I said, the Feywild is a 
mirror of this place. So these things in the Feywild are not aggressive. They don't attack normally, but mm. here, whatever compelled them to do that, mm. it was strong enough to confuse them. And, and I don't know if you all saw it, but I spoke to one of them and it couldn't respond. I can't understand them in that way, but mm. I reached out and I tried to imbue it with something, I tried to speak to it and let it know that it, hope was not lost and that we were kind of on our way to do what we had to do. And I departed a lot of magic that was in me into that thing, but it just seemed confused and lost and angry. Confused and lost angry. That's not, those feelings don't happen by themselves. And Kaz is gonna just sort of like mutter under his breath, oh, I wonder if Malvaris has something to do with this. Well, we'll have to be careful as we move forward. No telling what we'll find. Whatever's been controlling these creatures, confusing them, driving them to that kind of violence. We don't even know if it's doing it intentionally. Could just be a side effect of a greater evil. Yeah. It's not my greater evil, for what it's worth. Or at least I don't think it is. Somebody else's evil. Have you, ex- have you any experience with a, um, well, it's like a star, and it's like this, and I will take one of the spiked growths that was on the mast, uh, and into the wood of the, the boat, just etch out this star. Be like, anyone recognize this symbol? It's not... It's not super complicated, so it could be associated with many things, but have you seen it before? We have. Haven't we? Kaza shudders as he sees this this image, this symbol, this glyph inscribed into the deck of uh, the deck of the <clears throat> edit here. <clears throat> the deck of the scorned and scant. That's I've seen that symbol too many times. It's one of Malvaris' symbol. You've seen it on some of his servants. Rain has some, Rain knows more about it. Nah, and, and, and cast mending to sort of erase it from the deck of the ship. Yeah. Now we're walking into some kind of great evil then. Better prepare ourselves. I'll let the captain know. Uh, so af- after that conversation, Cause is going to sort of like go fly over to Tall and just sort of off camera let him know that there is some we are we are heading towards some violence towards some trouble and that uh, might be when we when we kind of know a little bit more like if we start coming across like the outline of a rocky island it might be good to anchor offshore and then we can go get closer investigate on our own power. Um. While they were having these conversations, because I, I like Basky would probably like tune in, but really I'm just going around doing this healing light thing to everyone, and uh, at some point I would go below deck to start making some some good hearty soup for after that battle, and to kind of keep us all warm. Some clown chatter. Yeah, clown <laughs> chatter. <laughs> uh, I'll go help you and. What barrack? Uh, what was that? I'll go help oh. you and I'll pass out soup to the crew. <laughs> <laughs> cool. I'll send to the unseen uh, servant with the golf umbrella to make sure that the soup is safe. Oh, super safe. Um, no rain in the soup. No rain in the soup. No. Uh, 
Let's see. What bearing were we headed towards? Because I know that there's like things kind of pushing and pulling us in directions. I don't know if you said which bearing. Um, we're still going southeast. We're going southeast. Okay, we're still going southeast. I don't know if that changed after that thing happened. Um, I guess I will. I will add as as far as you've gotten, you are now going a little bit more east than south. Okay. But still, so but still southeast. Southeast, east. East, um, east, 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 southeast. Maybe east, southeast. What am I doing? Let's say you do that. Okay. Um, yeah, we're going east. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Okay. So, uh, nautical terms. Hell yeah, let's go. No, bearing, bearing like 120, 110, You know. That's, no, that's mm-hmm. exactly what I was saying this whole time. That's a, that's that was. Yeah, that's yeah, what you said. I got you. Yeah. So <laughs> as. Um, so it took about two hours to kind of get the boat safe enough where um, Tal felt comfortable continuing on. Um, after another two or three hours um, recovering, which you guys can count as a short rest if you want. Um, Will do. Uh, yes, please. Warlock. You feel a sudden jolt um, and the boat lurches to a stop immediately in front of you uh, the, if anyone's at the front of the ship you would see a beach that you are now on but as the rain was so hard nobody nobody could see anything you were basically just drifting through the water um, you hear that wood splinter once more Tal mm. uh, is, is just cursing up a storm knowing that that's, that's an issue that's going to take a little longer Damage. to fix <laughs> um, and then Cosima. Uh, and the rest of you. But for you specifically, uh, you hear that same song that you heard in the mind of the Draken. Haunting. It's one of those songs that sort of makes your skin crawl. The hairs on the back of your neck stand up. Mm-hmm. Um, and cause, sort of echoing magically, you hear a voice you recognize. <sighs> you hear Don Jarius. Oh, fuck that guy. His voice floating on the song. And as you all kind of recover from this crash onto this beach, uh, the last thing that you see, Cosima, is that that spirit that you've sort of been following, rearing up kind of in this ethereal space that you can see into. And you see that five-pointed star emblazoned on the side of it. All of it flashes quickly and then fades. And we're going to have to find out what happens next time on the Fae Forge Academy. Uh, <laughs> we're going to have to beat John Jarius's ass next time. <laughs> oh, my God.
Hey, thanks so much for attending the Faith Forge Academy today. Uh, before you go, don't forget to check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash Academy. Um, and also stop by Greenleaf Geek, which is at Greenleaf Geek on Twitter and Instagram or greenleafgeek.com. Get all your dice needs fulfilled. Um, uh, and don't forget that if you use the code FayForge on checkout, you'll get 10% off your order. We are also proud members of the Fandamentals Podcast Network, so make sure you go to thefandamentals.com to catch up on all sorts of pop culture and nerd stuff. Uh, they have a lot of great articles, a lot of other great podcasts. Um, check them out. And with that, I am your Dungeon Master, Steven. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at the underscore bad DM. My name is Ian Gould, and you can find me on Twitter at Ian G. Gould. Hey, I'm Chris. I like to hang out. You can do so alongside me on Twitter at Kiss of Hemlock. My name is Michael Sinclair II. You can find me at Michael Critz on Twitter and on Twitch. Hi, I'm Emily, or M, and you can find me at Emily Irv, that's E-M-I-L-Y-E-R-V, on Twitter and Instagram. Hey, it's Kai. You can find me at Kai Quinn on Twitch. I role play over there in Red Dead and GTA. Uh, also, social media, TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter, Kai Quinn underscore. Hey, I'm Adelaide Gardner. You can find me at O Adelaide. Theme music by Dave Cole of the Four Orbs podcast. For more music, check out D. Cole Music on YouTube. Additional sound effects and music found at zapsplat.com, tabletopaudio.com, and epidemicsound.com. The Faithforge Academy is a proud member of the Fundamentals Podcast Network. <laughs>